right, let's do this one last time. My name is Peter Parker. I was bitten by a radioactive spider. And for 10 years, I've been the one and only Spider-Man. I'm pretty sure you know the rest. With great power comes great responsibility. I saved a bunch of people, fell in love, saved the city. And then I saved the city again, and again, and again, and again. And I did, uh, I did this. We don't really talk about this. Look, I'm a comic book, I'm a serial, did a Christmas album, I have an excellent theme song, and a so-so popsicle. I mean, I've looked worse, but after everything, I still love being Spider-Man. I mean, who wouldn't? So no matter how many hits I take, I always find a way to come back. Because the only thing standing between this city and oblivion is me. There's only one Spider-Man. And you're looking at him. Spider-Verse. Yeah, okay, let me do my little my little thing that I always feel so awkward doing, but I kind of mm-hmm. like it. So it's very cute. Man, fuck it. I'm not doing that. Fuck it. I said that and then I made myself feel weird, so I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll with it. You know, I'm just gonna I, you I'm know, flapping my hands around like an idiot and like, yeah, just kind of kind of it's kind of but it's okay look we're going with the flow this movie is so good i don't need to be all formal about this it's okay yeah it's okay it's okay this movie i didn't mean to interrupt you no no it's okay go ahead ahead. i was just gonna say this movie is arguably the best superhero movie of all time yes um not arguably it is factually objectively so i haven't seen all superhero sam raimi move aside christopher nolan no, I, I actually hate Christopher Nolan's Zach movies. Zack Snyder. The, the, the um, only... Uh, so I, I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in forever, which people say is really good. So I, yes. I'm, I'm holding judgment on that because one of my friends says that is his top movie, like top superhero movie the last two decades. Um, mm-hmm. If you consider Sam Raimi kind of bringing in the modern superhero era, which I think is fair. Yes. Um, yes. The only other one up there is like Logan, I think, because Logan is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me personally, it's into the Spider Verse, but you know my friends have other opinions, and I love and respect them. I think, but I definitely give it into the Spider Verse. I think, like, is that? I think they're serving different purposes, really. Mm-hmm. You could you could make a case that as a movie, you know, Spider Man Two could be up there or better mm-hmm. than Spider Verse, maybe. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Logan, so I couldn't speak on that one. Um, like, if it weren't Spider Verse, it would be Spider Man Two. Like, like mm-hmm. if Spider Verse didn't exist, um, I think for me, I can't say definitively because it's a bit difficult for me to analyze clearly. 
I'm not too great at like film analysis, so to speak. Uh-huh. And so my my main lens approaching these movies specifically is as a, is as a Spider-Man fan and Spider-Verse uh-huh. blows everything out of the water. Like so you could say like it's it's for me it's not arguable that there's uh-huh. a better Spider-Man movie than Spider-Verse, which makes me think well then it's if Spider-Verse is a better Spider-Man movie than Spider-Man 2. And it stands to reason that it's a better movie than Spider-Man 2. Yeah. I don't really tend to look at movies that way. That's why I like uh-huh. the MCU. If I looked at movies that way, I wouldn't be able to enjoy them ever. Uh, you know, and I can if I'm like guided that way. Like uh-huh. when when Matt came on to talk uh, about No Way Home and stuff like that, he hasn't seen them either. But we talked shit about most of the MCU the whole time. I can do that. I can roll with it. But somebody needs to like baby me into why they're bad. Or I like, and I'll see it. I'll be like, yeah, you're right. But I can't get there on my own because I just uh-huh. clap like a seal when I see the fun superhero do dumb stuff and I see muddy CGI because it doesn't look muddy to me while I'm watching it because I'm just excited. Like, yeah. I mean, what's what's his name? There's that one big film credit critic who is like oh i'm not interested because it's like an amusement park it's a roller coaster and I, I really agree with that we're like it's a fun enough ride it's just not like a lasting artistic work right yeah. so like there's there's nothing I mean, wrong with going in and enjoying it i'm just personally bored of the ride but like i just think that the like i think some people get offended like all worked up about that like aside from being soy brains like for me, the there is an aspect to these movies that has lasting artistic merit to me, and that's specifically the characters. It's kind of hard not to have impactful characters when you have 23 movies to develop them, more or yeah. less. You know, obviously they're not all in every movie, but you know what I mean. And, like, people get, you know... Uh, a, uh, I, for example, I, I, I don't think I'm a soy brain. Too bad. Anyway, I get super attached to some of these characters, and it means a lot to me to see them go on these like narrative arcs over all these movies. And so I kind of get why when someone reminds these people, "Hey, these movies are actually kind of bad," they're like, "Oh, because they just they really like their favorite superheroes. They really like their favorite characters doing all this stuff." And they kind of take it as an attack on on that, especially because most people who um, talk shit about the MCU do it in like the most like I'm going to bully you way possible, <laughs> which, you know, that's just because it's the nature of the Internet. But I mean, look, I, I think at some level MCU fans should be bullied as, yes. because unfortunately yes. they do fall under Disney adults now. Um yes. I'm not and, saying that's not true. I'm just saying like, yeah, <laughs> where they're coming from when they get all worked about it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, like I said, the MCU is fine. I just, every time I watch them, I kind of feel like it's the same plot over and over. And it's a lot of reintroducing stuff over and over versus like the movies I really like, like Logan and Spider-Verse, like kind of don't give a shit. Like Spider-Verse, intro- like it is definitely Miles' origin story. But for the most part, it does not give a shit about the origins of the other characters. They're pretty quick they're stylized a lot of them just don't even have anything like who the fuck is kingpin why can kingpin kill spider-man who can lift 10 tongues you don't know fuck it (laughs) and like same thing with logan where like it's not 
Wolverine's origin story. He's old. It's how he dies. It's nobody in the movie's origin story. And it's arguably not like it's not it's the same actors, but like it's not really the same canon as any of the other X-Men. It's very much mm-hmm. that like superheroes like is an... modern mythology. Yeah. Which is like, like what I oh no 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 go ahead. Sorry. I, no. I was gonna say what like I my favorite movie the last decade was like Mad Max Fury Road. And like, yeah, there's other That's Mad Max media none of it fucking makes sense together and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to like it's the mythos of mad max and you can have movies that directly contradict each other as long as they're their own story is just fine and i think like sort of I, the mcu and i think really like dc and marvel comics in general what's always kind of upset me about them is they're so obsessed about keeping the solid storyline instead of just letting it be a mythos and letting it run free sometimes well, if that makes that's, sense, that's no, of course. But at least with the MCU, that was the whole premise from the beginning to bring comics and the serialized storytelling yeah. comics to live action film with big budgets, you know. D- and yeah. DC, DC is only doing it now because their attempt completely failed. Yeah. Fox did it with X Men because they saw the writing on the wall that X Men was leaving their control soon. So they kind of just started throwing shit at the wall. They let Ryan Reynolds do Deadpool. They did Logan. You know, they did these mm-hmm. things that were more experimental, which is good. Unfortunately, unlike comics, where if you want somebody to do something experimental, you go here, have a non like here, have an alternate universe run on your own. Because with comics, all you got to do is, yeah, this guy's doing something weird, but it's not in the 616 universe. So don't worry about it if you don't want to you're done yeah you know it's simple but with with the comic book movies the issues that they're not going to commit the budget to one of these movies Mm -hmm. if it doesn't lend to the value of the rest of the main serialized story you know i think yeah the best we're going to get right now is the disney plus shows some of them are still boring like Falcon and Winter Soldier but that's the only one I watched uh, all the way through but only because I had a friend who was watching all the way through and I wanted to mm -hmm. understand their Twitter posts when they were live uh, (laughs) live posting about it you just you wouldn't have gotten a WandaVision or a Loki on the big screen really and you definitely wouldn't have gotten a Hawkeye and for different Mm -hmm. reasons right like WandaVision because it's like experimental in air quotes it's not that crazy but it's pretty out of left field for what the other movies yeah what the movies have done you wouldn't have gotten that loki because his character isn't big enough and hawkeye because his character isn't big enough (laughs) not to carry a solo movie that's why they gave him a show or they would have given him a movie i don't i don't agree with that people love that fucking twink yeah but they're not gonna watch a <laughs> mass audiences are not gonna watch a movie with loki without hey, Thor. you know they've watched some other questionable movies that's all i'm saying <laughs> hey, fair fair enough uh, that, like i mean you get the point and like with yeah. Hawkeye, his character is not popular enough or uh-huh. And the story they're telling is not big enough. These movies now seem like what's upsetting is that now the movies seem exclusively reserved for apocalyptic stakes and the shows yeah. are for small stakes, which is depressing. But and like you can I only said, watch so many apocalyptic stakes. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and the other thing is I feel like the sort of on that note, the heroes are way too tied to each other where like it always boils like in comics if a hero doesn't sh- like 
in comics you have those small scale stories and they're not calling each other in all the time but now like every movie and like spider-man no way home is gonna have doctor strange right like Mm -hmm. like movies that are mainline of like one character or another are also still crossovers well that's because that's that's also intentional part of the reason they wanted to do serialized stories across these movies in the first place was so they could pull random characters as guest stars for solo movies they always wanted to see the thing with no way home that i'm being optimistic about i mentioned it in my last episode where i was defending the mcu by myself for an hour and a half or an hour i think Mm -hmm. and the one i recorded with matt is like i'm I'm giving the spider-man movies uh uh, a final opportunity to do the right thing here right Mm -hmm. because sony's already said that they're making three more with tom and with marvel Mm -hmm. he's getting another trilogy um, Tom is kind of iffy about it. He didn't know. And he said, if he's still playing Spider-Man by the time he's 30, he's done something wrong and he's 25. So at best, I think the way it looks, he's maybe going to do a movie and a half and then they're going to switch the Spider-Man, probably Miles or something and do another, the other half of the trilogy. Just like that. bring back, bring back Tobey Maguire. No, no. Yes. 40, no. 40 something no. year old Tobey Maguire. I'm so sick of these idiots please grow up please, please what's wrong with toby mcguire stop talking about marvel fans being infantile babies when you cannot let go of toby toby mcguire is a piece of shit his spider movies are over and he's a bad person he doesn't deserve to come back is he a bad person i know nothing yes. about toby mcguire all yes. right well that I'll definitely lose- dampens my enthusiasm I'll use the so I learned this recently also mm-hmm. um, with a guest on my show. I'll use the example he get or the explanation he gave me. The movie Entourage is based mm-hmm. on Leonardo DiCaprio's posse of bros from the nineties, yeah. and Tobey Maguire was the aggressive with women character of that posse oh. in the nineties. So he's not he's a pretty shitty guy. But, that's you know. so weird because the reason i liked him in those movies was i i do just feel like he's the best peter parker wrong like but that's okay well like he's just so awkward and nerdy and weird and i feel like that gets down to like the best stories with peter parker are kind of that he's just really socially awkward and makes weird jokes <laughs> um so i always like that about him um Again, I haven't seen Tom Holland. I'm sure he's fine. It's just a different vibe. But secondly, I just think it'd be really funny if they just switched with like a movie and a half feel off to like a 50-year-old Spider-Man. <laughs> and it's just Tobey Maguire. Actually, it'd be better if it, they did that and did like no CGI or anything, just left it unexplained. <laughs> in the middle of the movie like tom's like oh let me go do this they do a transition shot and then it's toby the rest of the movie but nobody acts like anything oh uh, yeah unexplained Can not age down nothing just toby same guy because <laughs> um, i mean look hey and in, into the spider-verse the movie we were supposed to be talking about uh i really like old <laughs> spider-man and that so like i definitely i you know it's I guess it's unfortunate that Toby's an asshole, but like I, I would have liked to see something with Toby McGuire coming back, right? Like just to I think a lot of people be an think old, tired Spider-Man. because because it's almost it's practically 
a, 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 a known thing now that Toby and Andrew are coming back in No Way Home. I think I think it's very funny and very naive. There's a lot of because I'm like plugged into the rumor mill around this movie and shit. Yeah. And I think it's very funny that a very significant amount of people think that they're going to let Sam Raimi do a Spider-Man 4 with him now. It's very stupid. It's very funny. Toby Toby is doing this to get a fat paycheck for some reason and then going back home. He's retired from acting. He doesn't want to do this. Andrew Garfield is... (laughs) I saw a post that summed it up pretty well and it was like Sony talking to Andrew Garfield and they're like, okay, Andrew... You got to do whatever you can to deny that you're in this movie. And he goes, okay, I'm going to accuse you of biphobia and tell everyone that capitalism is the reason Spider-Man was bad and that the world is ending. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I missed that. Holy shit. What? Yeah, he, he, he was doing an interview. He did two interviews. One where he mentioned Sony yelling at him because in the press junket for Amazing Spider-Man 2, he mentioned when we move on from Gwen Stacy and do Mary Jane, I suggested to Sony that they make Mary Jane uh, a man and that Peter explore his sexuality that way. And I even suggest he he has a man crush on Michael B. Jordan because he insisted that Michael B. Jordan play Mary Jane, um, the male it Mary sounds Jane. Sounds like and, it sounds like Andrew Garfield just kind of wants to kiss Michael B. Yeah, Jordan. that's what I'm saying. That's because he said that he was like they should kiss. He insisted on that. Look, I'm just um, saying. I think. You know, I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying this wouldn't be a good movie, but I'm just saying I think he if if yeah, that's like he doesn't need him. a he doesn't need a movie excuse to do that. He should he yeah. should just go do it. He did it with um Ryan Reynolds at one mm-hmm. point. They were talking uh leading to up to an awards show or something. And mm-hmm. they were like uh, he suggested to Ryan, he was like, Hey, if you win, instead of kissing your wife, you should kiss me. And he goes, haha, that's great. But how about if I don't win, I also just kiss you anyway. He goes, okay. <laughs> and yeah, he said it, he, just... they did. And he said it was lovely. So I think he's a little, he's a little gay. But... Sounds like a little bit. I just think yeah. that uh, he, he should, he should just get it. Um, who I'm actually most excited from the Sam Raimi movies to come back though, is uh, Doc Ock. Yeah. Uh, funny. He, he's the one least interested in coming back. <laughs> They did yeah. um they did an interview with him, Defoe and Fox, uh, Jamie Fox, and they were like, "Oh, what's it like coming back?" And well, you know what brought you back and stuff. And Willem Defoe was like, "Oh, the director gave me this pitch, and I really liked it, and I thought it'd be fun." And then Jamie Fox is just hyped because he gets to really be a lecturer this time because mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man Two was so bad, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I'm excited." Uh, you know, these people are great. I get to be, I don't have to be blue anymore. This, that. And then they're like, what about you, Alfred? And he goes, oh, it's just about the money. Damn. I like, just, so you know, good. looking back, all I'm saying is he was kind of hot in Spider-Man too. Alfred Molina? Yeah. Okay. I did it. He's got that, like, dad bod going on. I'm about Whatever it. you say. <laughs> I don't know and he seems just like a nice guy i don't know he's he i think he's kind of hot okay so i'm like maybe a little biased about him coming back maybe a little um, bit yeah. <laughs> uh anyway into the spider verse yeah yeah okay 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 so the the preamble out of the way mm-hmm. we're here where first of all you should probably 
I, I introduce yourself. I always have my guests introduce themselves, you know, show yeah. yourself a little bit. Um, hi, my name's Abigail. Uh, on Twitter, I am Voile. Is that is, how you pronounce it? Yep, it's French. Oh, um, I've been saying like in my head. Don't, been... don't, don't. I don't want to hear it out loud. <laughs> I know what you've been saying. I hate hearing it out loud. It sounds awful. Um, it sounds like an assault on the idea of language. It is okay, truly Frenchy. one of the worst and most disgusting words. So I'm not French. The reason I have it is um, instead that I'm a big music nerd and one of my favorite composers is Claude Debussy um, or Debussy, if you like want to <laughs> run with it. I personally <laughs> love saying Debussy. Um, anyway, and one of his pieces is it's it's Fall. Um which translates into sails or veils and the song plays around the ambiguity of that and uh, uses some cool techniques. It's an early whole tone scale technique um, piece. And, but so you have like these mysterious parts and then these very gorgeous parts reminiscent of like sailing in the ocean. And then it ends on like kind of this mysterious ambiguous note again to capture that duality and little college me learning about that, who was definitely not trans and was totally a cis male and happy with mm -hmm. that really loved that piece and <laughs> latched onto it and i would always think about it and uh, i was like you know if i ever choose another screen name that's what i'll pick and since my last screen name was very identifiably male um i dumped it although it served me for like 15 years so let's go <laughs> and i was like i'm gonna use that really gay ass trans piece <laughs> I mean, if it fits. Yeah. Anyway, outside of this, I sometimes stream on Twitch and play a lot of video games. And sometimes I won run Smash tournaments. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I won't. I'm sure you're not a pedophile, regardless of what that says about you. I'm um, not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I... Last summer was rough. I was on the Code of Conduct panel, which was trying to be a national or an international panel. We had a lot of backing, but ultimately we were all like super harassed and everything fell apart. And there was too much shit going on last summer for anyone to do anything about it. Um, so yeah, that kind of hit close. And then some players I knew were affected. Um, yeah, I, I imagine that that had ripple effects throughout everything yeah and it wasn't anyone really i was super close to but um there i don't want to be too specific because you could probably i mean it is public mm -hmm. but i'm not not trying to spread nor shit that needs to be spread but yeah some of the younger players i knew uh had been sexually harassed or sexually Involved. assaulted yeah um and I don't know. That's just kind of touchy with me because, like, it was like these I mean, kids I knew, and I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd, imag I'd that, imagine that hit, touchy, and, yeah. and like I for like, like one of like the the kid I'd watched them grow up. Um, You've been for in like, like a four long or time, five but... years. I, I've been playing since like 2014, and this kid was always way better than me. But we went to, I think it was like our the first time we went to a Smash event was we ran into each other in bracket. 
um, and he beat my ass. So I, I always remember them by the fact that they just beat my ass. <laughs> we kept running into each other in bracket. And I kept getting my ass beat. And they were like really good. And I, you know, watched them get better and get a little older. And um, I think the year after I moved to Massachusetts, um, and I'm back in my home state, North Carolina now, um, they like quit playing. And right after they'd run an Arcadian, won an Arcadian, which is an event that only players who have never been ranked can enter. Um, and so they like win this Arcadian, they're playing really well, they'll probably get ranked, they're still only like 15 or something, and they stop playing, and then like, so I was always like, ah, that's disappointing, right? Like, you hate to see young talent just step away. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, and then last summer it was like, oh, it's because of this. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, and then it just like kept going and going and going, and I was like, because I run tournaments and I was part of the uh, conduct panel at the time, but I was like, okay, well, I have, I have to keep abreast of everything. Um, and I tried for like two weeks and, and then I stopped. Like there was so much, it was awful. And I just broken up with my like fiance at the time too. Um, and I was, yeah. which Big. wasn't too bad. We're, we're still pretty close. We're friends. Um, and I was oh, like, no, I starting to... I'm, I'm in the midst of that myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, and we're, oh, and I just started transitioning. So, and I was like back home with my parents for a month because I didn't fucking know what to do. And so it was just this weird situation. A lot of events that was like, I'm, I'm glad it, I'm glad we got that all out, right? But like, mm-hmm. I wish it had never happened. And it's yeah, like, obviously. And even though like none of it happened to me, like just reading account after account after account, mm-hmm. um, especially because on the conduct panel, like I already got to see some pretty sensitive information, like stuff that still isn't public knowledge. And like reading some of these accounts and text messages and all this shit. And I, it sucks. I cannot imagine like being a social worker or something. If yeah. you have to deal like with with that more than once or twice a year, like fuck no. The like I feel like you have to burn out or just completely the lose therapy. your yeah yeah or just completely lose or your ability PTSD. to feel anything. Yeah yeah. So I'm like holy shit. Anyway, that's I I run Smash tournaments though, and I think they're yeah. pretty fun. And I usually <laughs> like my players, and I tend to be pretty ban heavy. If someone's being a creep, I'll ban them. Even if they're being yeah. shitty on Twitter, even though I run local events, I'll still ban them just to know, Good. just so that they know. Fuck you. Cancel culture strikes again. Cancel culture needs to strike harder. There's some assholes <laughs> okay, we can't get rid of. There's like yeah. this fucking asshole technicals. I'll name him because fuck him. Remember when you wanted fucking technicals was like posted on Twitter about like, oh yeah, well, if anyone wants to actually fight me, I will. And then Ooh. never responded after like 50 fucking people were like, I will beat your fucking ass, you <laughs> little shithead. Um, and he just is this fucking parasite who makes fucking clickbait YouTube comment or content about like smash stuff but like just a fucking vulture like people are like bad things will be happening 
and he'll just be like i'm gonna make a content video about it or then he like fucking defends perpetrators all the time he's currently you know we're, we're too far into this i don't even know what he's currently doing <laughs> fuck that guy but he doesn't actually attend events or really play the game he just makes videos and i'm like that's so fucked up so we can't ban him because he doesn't go to anything and so it's like how are we supposed to cancel this because <laughs> like this is where he makes his money like he makes a lot of money and i'm like i if you watch his shit don't come to my events like fuck you <laughs> there you go secondhand cancellation i absolutely don't give that asshole money like why are no, we giving fair. money to bad people to be bad people on the internet yeah, of course could go give you know you could you could just buy a donut that'd be way better sure. use of your money sure yeah a bit specific but yeah i you know i was i, was I mean what, whatever about dunkin donuts today okay that's, yeah, that's on the mind right yeah yeah um yeah so anyway into the spider <laughs> now that that very long to, intro i didn't want to like over I don't want to like cut you off, you know, and get it out of your system. That's okay. It's, yeah. Look, look I, that's look, that's the my, problem with that. It's always my a show lot. is very rarely on track. So it's, <laughs> it's totally okay. I don't have a fucking set length or anything. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. It's okay. I, you know, we can talk a bunch of shit and then I can leave in or take out as much as is needed or is requested it's not a big deal it's okay yeah the movies the movie's still there and i'm still gonna talk the movie will be there for forever potentially and listen anybody who is listening to a spider-man podcast i imagine has seen spider-verse so i don't think it's too big to go off topic you know if you haven't go watch it like right now yeah if you're listening you, you haven't just just you're turn this really off. weird really <laughs> weird for finding but yeah go go watch it um very easily uh, i don't remember if i started recording before or after we made this point but it is very easily the best spider-man movie ever made and arguably the best superhero movie ever made um it is criminally underrated as a result of being animated and despite being universally loved by critics and by fans and especially by fans of the character it remains the least profitable big screen spider-man movie ever made still like the reason we got this sequel is they weren't even expecting to be this profitable exactly which which is a good thing we're getting two sequels to it yeah so and oh. and unsurprised, uh, uh, surprisingly, also that was unannounced. It was announced that it, there was getting a sequel made by the same creative team, and then they announced that it was uh, the title, which was across the Spider Verse. And then when they dropped the trailer, they revealed it was a part one, which is lovely. It's picking up uh, the it's picking up where the first one ended, although there's just a slight bit of retconning because. When the portal opens over Miles um, in the first movie at the end, Mm -hmm. he still seems mostly the same age. Uh, Although in the new trailer, he's obviously several years older. Yeah. Um, So there's just a slight bit of retconning there visually, although they never confirmed otherwise. 
Yeah, um, it was like it was like a last second scene. I, I didn't yeah, really worry yeah, too much about it. Yeah, yeah. They just put it in there to say mm-hmm. leave it open. Uh, mm-hmm. if people if it did well enough. Which thankfully it did. Yeah. Um it's it's first and foremost, it's meant to be a love letter to the character, which is why I think it's as a Spider-Man movie, it's it's it, it outclasses everything that's ever come before it and likely ever will come after it unless Across the Spider-Verse manages to be better. Um, we get another Spider-Man 2 situation, uh, which I'm confident we will because it's the same it's the same team behind it. So um, as long as Sony doesn't dig their fingers in too much like they didn't do with the first one, which is what allowed it to be so wonderful and so unique mm-hmm. and so refreshing in this space, then I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, the, every time I watch it again, I notice new stuff and it's yeah it's just so it's it's that type of movie i've seen it like 15 times and every mm-hmm. time i'm like oh that's that's cute i noticed another thing i oh, think my uh my favorite detail is he's got a chance the rapper poster yes yeah you fucking for, i love for it coloring it's so book um, it's so cute and coloring book was his third ep and mm-hmm. and so he's got the, he's he's got the three hat is like but uh you usually see but this one had a four hat so they had four eps which is unfair honestly why would you why would you taunt me with that <laughs> a secret alternate universe extra chance the rapper ep yeah i just you know i just feel I like noticed, that's rude um, to taunt me today when i was watching it i noticed in the scene where they all like try to test miles's abilities in the little spider base under the shed and then they huddle up to talk about how he's not ready. Uh, Spider-Man Noir turns over and he's like, he's looking right at us while we talk about him. And I, I didn't notice that the other times I saw it, which was funny. His character God bless so Nick Cage. He's so good. He deserves more work. I'm glad he's I hope it. he gets more. Um, I think uh, I've also got this one inconsistency that always bugs me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Decemberists are still a band. But the month names are different. There is no December. What? There's a poster of the Decemberist. Uh-huh. But December is not a month in, in, in Miles' universe. Because you see at the top of his test that it's like December or something. Really? Like the months have different names. Yeah, so there's no December. It's it's got a, it's got like a slightly different or mashed name. What? Um what? Yeah, and so the Where poster for the, the December. Wait, wait, wait. Where do you see the mashed up name? Um, it's like pretty early on. It's at his uh, at the new school. It's um. Oh, I think it's the great. No, it's the teacher where he like fails every question on purpose and gets a zero. When he hands right. in your test sheet, you can see that it's like a month that's not real. <laughs> really. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. What? Okay, hold on. Wait. But I think it's like, and then at some point you see like you see that December is not called December at some point. I see it. I see it. December second, twenty eighteen. Yeah. So the December. So the Decemberist aren't a band. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it should have been the Decemberists. The Dece- What a weird thing to put in the movie 
Yeah, but I love it, right? Because it's like such just a tiny, silly little thing that like helps establish the setting a lot. There's a, there's also a in the background in one scene. Um, pretty sure it's Spider-Man Noir's introduction. There's an ad for EA Water Polo, oh, like an EA sports game, but it's water polo. I love that. I've never seen that. Um, God, what else? There's also I love. Have you ever been in New York? I've only been not, like once no. or oh, twice. Oh no, I have. I have. I've been once. Yeah, I've, I haven't been a lot, but like I, I do have to say that movie feels a lot like New York, like a lot more so than other movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like they all have very. Bis- I don't know, like stuff, especially like Gotham's New York, right? Mm-hmm. I never feel like Gotham's actually New York and DC. Um, no. <laughs> actually, actually, with the exception of the Harley Quinn animated series. Um, and yeah. I was thinking this over, I and I show. think it's because it has a lot of Jews in it. <laughs> and just like, which I was like thinking about, because like Jewish people are so like intertwined with New York culture, right? Mm-hmm. And like, ever see a fucking jew in batman like there's no jews in batman which is fucked up like you're just that's that's what turns me if new york if there's no jews in new york it becomes gotham city damn that's that's the message harley quinn (laughs) harley quinn the animated series has just so many jewish actors and influences and writers and it just makes it like feel much more like oh yeah i've been there rather than like what the fuck is gotham (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway it's like kind of i feel like a lot of times same thing with like the mcu movies that we were talking about is like those cities never quite feel like real cities right like they don't they don't have the like little touches um and everything that's in they don't care the cities are never the cities are never made a character of the movie which like i don't know necessarily how i feel about that i don't actually care enough about them to have a strong opinion about that but I really like it when movies can do it really well and mm-hmm. do it um, like Spider-Verse does where you feel like you're in a real place and if you visit that place or have like lived there a lot of times you know people are like yeah that's New York and I, I think that just it's all these little touches right that shows it's an alternate New York but also that it's still New York like mm-hmm. you still have monuments and stuff you still have I love the scene where he falls on the street and a bunch of people just started walking over him. Like, yeah. And he's, he's like, yeah, thanks, New York. I, yeah. He's That's right. right. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's written by people who, who get that sort of thing. Yeah. And it adds a lot of, like, a layer of detail over top of the movie that you don't think about until you have it and then you notice its absence anywhere else. Yeah, and... I fuck. I was saying something, and it was gonna be great. It was gonna blow our minds. Um, <laughs> I think it's gone now. It flew the coop. Um, mm-hmm. No, like I don't. Just there's so much love to the movie. I remember what I was saying, and like New York is really important to Spider-Man as a character. Yeah. Um, he's probably outside of he's probably a say the only marvel hero that intertwined with the city and the only other hero i could think of that would be that intertwined at all would be batman um Mm -hmm. 
because like the X-Men don't have a home base Iron Man doesn't really have a like Iron Man's not part of the city like the Hulk's not part of a city and then like in DC like yeah Superman lives in Metropolis but it's fucking Cleveland no one cares um (laughs) (laughs) um and like Aquaman's in a fictional city a a lot of them have like these fictional locations especially in DC DC does fictional cities Marvel does all real cities but unfortunately, they made Metropolis Cleveland. It's just fucked up. <laughs> why, why, would, why would you make your, your fictional city Cleveland, Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> like, why um, would you do that? <laughs> of all the places you could choose, you're like, it's fucking Cleveland. <laughs> Most powerful superhero on the planet? Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> um... I don't know. That's fucking Cleveland. But yeah, I just, it, you know, you're like, you're so right that this is like a love letter to Spider Man. And then seeing all these different Spider Men at the same time, I feel like is part of it. Um, I mean, yeah. I think now, uh, if there's anything I could, I could say, like, to, to criticize the movie, I kind of think that. Noir, uh, Penny Parker and Spider Ham are not necessary to this movie. Oh, I agree with that, which think, is why. But they were fun to be there. I like that. Yeah, like we're I would have rather had a more main character Spider Man. Really? No, I I yes. kind of liked I like either that or no. Like I would have rather had Miles, Gwen, and Peter. Or Miles, Gwen, Peter, and a fourth character that replaces the three rather than what we had which was Miles Gwen Peter and then the three of them I don't think they add enough to the movie like because like I have to say something bad about it and and like that's kind of the thing like I, watching it again today I was like dude Spider-Ham's annoying <laughs> I find him really fucking annoying when I've seen really? it 15 times when, yeah, when I've seen it, it as many times as I have he gets old Noir that's, that's fair. The, the humor with Spider-Man Noir never gets old to me with spider ham no, it, it really gets does. better yeah no um, that's fair and I, then with, I, with yeah. penny parker i think the robot is just really annoying i don't it looks so ugly and it I love just how doesn't it, looks. it doesn't feel like spider-man to me the character doesn't feel spider at all which is yeah why I, I hate i hate that all the japanese spider-men have mechas stop doing that stop it he does I, doesn't need a mech I Please. you know he he'd probably need a mech if he was like a 12 year old girl but he's not <laughs> yeah but oh, she is that's I, all i'm saying why is she spider-man uh, though she could be fucking spide oh robot name i don't know it's dumb doesn't feel doesn't feel very spider-man-y to me considering how many versions of spider-man there are i think at the very least they could have chosen a different I think my I just don't like Penny Parker or Spider Ham. I I'm fine with them if they would like. You know what? Who I would have rather had? Spiders Man. Oh my god! I was about to say that. Spiders I fucking Man. Love Spiders Man. <laughs> Spiders Man should have been in the movie. That's a really good Spider Man. Maybe character. we're gonna look. That was. But now we have two more. God, I really so maybe we're Spiders getting Man Spiders Man. I hope there's. I hope Spiders there's Spider-Man. Man has to be in there. <laughs> 
Oh my god! You know, you know where Spider's Man is about like a like a million sentient spiders in the shape together into the shape of a human wearing a Spider Man suit. It's just a Spider Man suit full of spiders. (laughs) This story is wild too. Peter Parker falls into a pit of radioactive spiders and they devour him, and then either become one with peter parker or like operate under the delusion they're peter parker yeah, it's I'm not quite sure, like, clear like his consciousness is transferred into the spiders from, that ate from him. what i've read it's like not quite clear but either way they're pretty sure they're peter parker and they might be yeah. um but they're also a mass of spiders and sometimes they it's eat so people. funny because whenever he's drawn, he's like leaking spiders out of yes. his suit. <laughs> so a couple of them are falling out. They can't stay in right. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, um, I I agree. Penny Parker is the weakest. Um, mm-hmm. but I really like Spider Ham, and Spider Ham actually has like of all the side Spider Men they've like featured that aren't like Spider Gwen and like uh, Peter Parker. It's like. Of the, of the three featured there, the one with that has like the most backstory and like the most issues of comics is Spider Ham, and his story is fucking insane. <laughs> I love that he's bitten by a pig and not a spider. He's a spider that got bit by a pig. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so he's a spider that got bit by a pig. Um, who is his like version of Aunt May, and she was a scientist who like drove herself. Wait, and the insane pig with... is Aunt May. Yeah. And then the, the pig, and then the and then the pig bites the spider who's like the science the spider was like a science project and he becomes spider ham but she's driven like pretty mad with radiation so he like takes care of her as her like <laughs> nephew <laughs> while like doing <laughs> and then I don't even remember, I just I don't remember who the villains are but they're fucking insane like <laughs> it's so insane see and that's why when I see spider ham I'm like Hell yeah, little freak. That's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> right? Um, you know, even his shit can get a little old, but also, hell yeah, you little freak. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the the wider Spider Ham universe. I'm sure it's lovely. I just yeah. I can only hear the I can only do the 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 it'll fit in your pocket joke and the and then fucking float like towards the pie joke so many times. Like, yeah, it just doesn't land for me after after the best, twenty times seeing this movie. The best gag involving Spider Ham is definitely him and uh, Spider Noir and the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that one's good. I love the Rubik's oh. Cube thing. I like that he takes it home with him. And then he somehow makes colors, I think, according to the like credit scene, although it's not quite clear everything that's going on in the credit scene. Um Wait, what do you mean? I, you know, you know the credits where it's got like yes. five minutes of credits and everything. Um mm-hmm. it shows Noir Spider-Man has solved the cube and he's selling it. Um to the people really? of Noirverse. Yep. That's awesome. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's really good. And yeah, so he's 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 uh he's selling it. 
But how did he make colors in Noirverse? That's my question. I mean, I mean, I don't think he made them. I think, oh yeah, because he's selling them. Yeah, so he had to reproduce colors. I'm looking up the Spider-Ham villains, the King Pig, uh, uh, Doctor Octopussycat. Yes. Um, uh, Doctor Doom. Uh, let's see. Green Gobbler? He's, he's the Glizzy Gobbler. I told <laughs> you. It's what like. Fu- oh, he's a bird. Norman Osbird, or the Green Gobbler, is a villainous <laughs> turkey. Oh, gobble like a turkey. Okay. Not gobble like gobble cock. I don't know. Wait, uh, okay. So, what are the other ones? Yeah, names? but it's, it's too big. The, the King Pig. Is he Wilson Pig? No, it doesn't say. Um, Dr. Octopussy Cat. <laughs> Doc, okay, he's still auto octave. Wait, no, no, he's not. Has the uh, okay, it doesn't say what his real name is. Dr. Doom also doesn't say okay. Next one, next one. Uh, p- pork grind. So that's venom, it's not even remotely venom named. <laughs> Different fucking pork grind. I don't know. Is it grind or rind? Grind, no, grind, pork grind. Wild. Hold on. I don't even remember if I saw this one. Oh, yeah, he's he's just a he's just a pig. He's a big pig venom. Pigs and yeah. yeah. Raven the hunter. Oh, oh, he's a bird or he's a boar though. I like that. I really like boars. I they're very scary. Did you, did you hear the craven one? Um, raven the hunter. Like yes. a raven. I love that. Uh, the bee yonder. Bear, Baron Z, bro. Yes. Look, all I'm saying is I would, I would watch, I would watch a short series of Spider Man of Spider Ham. Electro, Kangaroo the Conqueror. Yes, <laughs> that one's great. That's so good. Oh no, Ultron is Ultrog, the robot gorilla. Wait. Pork Ultron. grind is Austrian. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why is that relevant? Oh no! I'm just going through like snippets and pictures, and he's just Austrian. He, he stands <laughs> up, everyone. He's Austrian. This pig yeah. doesn't fuck around. He's yeah. a boy. He's Austrian. <laughs> no, no, no. So that's so the like intro that I've got in front of me. Is like, listen to me now, and you fear me later. I am pork grind i come all the way from or no fuck all all. yeah no i fuck i can't do german accents but fucking all the way from yeah there we go all the way from austria to destroy you um look at you mr tough cookie maybe now we see how the cookie crumbles (laughs) what the fuck kind of dialogue is that that's so good yeah, so I know. And so, you know, Spider-Ham will, even if he gets a little old, he'll always have a special place in my heart because the series is fucking insane. <laughs> There's also Electropotamus. Yes. Instead of E-Electro. Isn't this like series only like 13 issues or something? No, there's like, there's like a ton of different Spider-Ham issues. Some of them are noticeably older. 
Damn. Oh, J. Jonah Jameson is J. Jonah Jackal. Yeah. Mysterio is Moosterio. Do you think J. Jonah Jackal is still voiced by what's his face? <laughs> by Jakey Simmons. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I just feel like he's a universal constant. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I honestly, I hope we get to see him in the next Spider Verse. I hope not. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with him. I honestly, I'm actually very curious whether Peter B. Parker will come back. Yeah. Um, they kind of set him up not to, but they gotta, they gotta show us if he got back with MJ. Yeah. They gotta show us if he fixed him, if he turned his life around. Yeah. I hope so. He deserves it. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I felt him. I too feel like I've wasted my life and would like to cry in the shower with my pizza. And he's thirty-seven. I'm only twenty-three, and I'm I'm there. Oh God, you're only twenty-three. Uh, yeah. Oh no, am 20, I too young? I'm twenty-eight. <laughs> that's so that's not old. even. That's not even that big of a deal. That's not. Twenty-three was so long ago. It was, only Such, five I was years still ago. in college. <laughs> it was. It was only five years ago. I was in college. I... Yeah. This is usually the age you're in college. I don't need your sass. <laughs> I, I mean, it's like it's like one of the only things I've got going for me. Okay, I gotta I gotta roll with it. Okay, right. like, like Peter B. Parker, I am also a divorcee. Yeah. So tying it back. The segue. I'm also I, actually funny enough. I think not in ta- You know what? That's a bit too personal. I think I'll keep that one to myself. Like, yeah. Mm, see, that's not even not even because like you, but like I don't know if I should just like put throw. That. I mean, I don't know. Fucking who cares? Point is, I relate. I get it. But I'm. I feel weird that what's happening to him when he's 37 is what's happening to me when I'm 23. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to remember he's he's fairly successful, right? Until he invested in his uh Spider Spidey. TJ. <laughs> yeah, TJ yeah. Spidey. That's what brought it all down. <laughs> um well it was he made he got he started gambling, he invested in TGI Spideys, he he let his superhero life take over most of his life, and then he refused to have kids. Yeah. With her. That was the that was all the stuff that crumbled his his marriage to MJ. Speaking of Peter Parker, but not Peter B. Parker, um, you can did you have you noticed there's like a newspaper on his grave that says where they left him? Where they left him? Yeah. What do you mean? Where they left the body. What what does it say? They put him out in front of the Daily Bugle. Really? Actually, I think I think there is a picture of J. Jonah Jameson on that newspaper. Peter Parker grave into this. Let me see this. Let me see this. There's a there's a newspaper at the grave. Oh my god. Okay. There's no there's... pictures that ha- I'd have to watch the whole scene. I'll watch it later. But yeah. That's, that's more of it. There's, Can you imagine being is... Jameson and somebody just dumps Spider-Man on your fucking doorstep? And you're like, oh my god! And then it's, it's just but then it's Peter Parker. 
That Fuck kid has up. been working for me. Fuck. Yeah. One of the best. Speaking of just side might... note, one of the sweetest and like best scenes in a Spider-Man comic is in Nick Spencer's 2018 to like last year uh, mm-hmm. run of Amazing Spider-Man, the main comic where Peter and Jameson finally make up. They finally... I thought you said make out for a second. No. And I was like... Some people might want that, but... Uh, <laughs> not me. So, he, like, goes to his apartment, and, like, he's like, hey, you want to, like, figure this out? I don't remember the specifics, but it's really sweet. It's really heartwarming. It's mm-hmm. nice. I think that's always a good way to take mm-hmm. their arc by the end of whatever story is happening. Mm-hmm. It's for them to make up or whatever. Every every story of Spider-Man where Jameson finds out it's Peter is always is always cute. He's always mm-hmm. super emotional about it. He's like, "Oh fuck, fuck, oh fuck!" It's my favorite kid employee. Shit, fuck! I'm so fucked up. <laughs> fuck! This is how I lose. All right, I found a clip of the newspaper. It's like pretty hard to see. Wait, Zoom has chat, right? Yeah. Yes. That's so much text. Who cares? Oh anyway. That's such a long fucking link. <laughs> I just said coffee. I was like, I don't have I don't have look, there's not that much going on upstairs, all right. I love when I click on this, the um in the related images <laughs> review TGI Spideys is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, Yeah, no, no, that's because Peter B. Parker is holding that when he looks at the TGI Spideys. I love love how brutal that is. Like most newspapers would be like TGI Spideys is not web slinging good, but like this is fucking. I mean, the other thing is like. Your your fucking New York's favorite local superhero opens a restaurant and you're like fuck you Spider Man. I can't do it. It's fucking disgusting. It's so so fucked up. If you think about it. Maybe J. Jonah Jameson wrote the review. I'm just saying. So, like, over the top. This is fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. And then the little paragraph is New York's hero, its savior, the one we can always count on, or at least he was until today. (laughs) doors open to the TGI Spideys in Times Square. And after my dinner there, I, I okay, fuck it, cut off. Wait, okay, no, no, here's the full one. I, and after my dinner there, I have to question if Spider-Man made this menu or if a super villain did. <laughs> For my appetizer, I ordered the spiderweb nachos, which are as filthy as these. <laughs> Molecular government. Wait, molecular gastronomy. Crap. Cra- There's gotta be a higher res. I gotta. Okay, okay. 
Spider-Man is New York's hero, its savior, the one we can always count on, or at least he was until today. The days the doors opened at the flagship TGI Spidey's in Times Square, and after my dinner there, I the question if Spider-Man made this menu or if a supervillain did. For my appetizer, I ordered the spiderweb nachos, which are as, f- <laughs> as silly as they sound. Molecular gastronomy crossed the line with flaw. Okay, and then there's a thumb covering it which can only be described as cheese whiz flavored cotton balls tried to wash that taste out of my mouth with the house drink web fluid, but it was too viscous to be rejected. (laughs) (laughs) I like that someone fucking wrote this. Like, this is in the movie. It's such a small detail and they just went ham on it. Like, all in. And wait, it's a bit more. It cuts off parts of it. I'll just skip those. And the was reminiscent of a cucumber creamsicle. For my main, uh, I tried the spider burger, which is one of the air quotes signature items. The burger itself was slightly overdone, but not inedible. But the the goofy sp- spider sauce. <laughs> Combined with crispy string onions, made for a foul mess of textures <laughs> and flavors that still give me nightmares. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! That's unnecessary. <laughs> I can't. I just. I. I keep looking back at the top. I can't get over how fucking TGI Spidey's is disgusting. <laughs> Oh fuck! Oh, that's so good. Oh my goodness! Look, how many people have read that newspaper? Right? right? Imagine you're the absolute genius who wrote that and stuck it in this movie, and like ten people in the world know. It's so good. Well, let me see. I can tell you how many because it's 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 a pretty. Let's see. Not even two years ago, and it's only got two hundred upvotes on r slash movie details. Yeah. Oh, wait. Uh, it Apparently, a bunch of people think it was inspired by Pete Wells' famous review of Guy's American Kitchen and Bar in Times Square. Let me... Let me oh, my God, of course, it's behind a fucking paywall. Fuck you, New York Times. Okay. Never mind. I can't confirm. PGI Spidey's is disgusting. <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. It's rancid. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, I think it makes a I feel like, well, no, I was going to say it would have made more sense if Jonah wrote it because it is in the Daily Bugle. It's in the food section. Mm-hmm. But then it gave him some, like, credit. It's like, the burger wasn't gross. It was it was edible. But yeah. <laughs> the goopy spider sauce. <laughs> spider. <laughs> Spider-Man comes on my fucking burger. <laughs> <laughs> oh god Spider-Man just... fucking <laughs> It feels like Sp- <laughs> I can't I can't get through it Fuck. It feels like Spider-Man fucking Splits on my burger He <laughs> just Maybe he just fucked the burger <laughs> just... Oh What's <laughs> Or maybe it's maybe it's him and the boys are playing a soggy biscuit in the back. (laughs) (laughs) 
just imagine him and his like cast of super villains just in the back of a restaurant, like wildly jerking. <laughs> hey, that's not fair. Dr. Octopus has four arms to do it. That's cheating. Oh, he's got six. He's got four on the back. True. And then his two normal arms. Oh. I, depending on how flexible he is, maybe he can get his feet in there. That's disgusting. <laughs> saying, really, we Doc Ock? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucked up. I, this is such a brutal fucking review. <laughs> oh no, the goopy spider. <laughs> God, I just don't know what to say. It's like how how do you even play off that joke? Like it's so good, it's so beyond what my mind contained. Oh, okay. No, you know what? I gotta. Okay, I gotta take a minute. I gotta fucking open this movie because there's more. There's a section about the dessert. Oh my god. And I gotta oh, fuck, I have no idea when that happens in the movie. Uh oh, it's pretty early because it's as he's going through the collapse of his life. Oh, okay, okay. So it's in his little montage. Yeah. Okay, let me turn off the audio. Find Peter B. Parker. Okay, nope. Nope. That's more than half an hour in. There he is. There it is. Okay. At the 35-minute mark. I, the most fucked up part is that his comic book cover, when they do his intro, is him getting caught in his own webs in his hobo outfit. It's, it's fucked up. Just absolutely brutal. Imagine being that Okay, okay found it. I found it. Okay, no, you can't see it. It cuts off. You just see, but my dessert. What else is good about this movie? God, everything's good about this movie. Literally, you can go on a tangent about every small detail. It's just so good, and it's so wholesome, and it's so... it It's created the, the like, modern interpretation of Spider-Man and its core message that anyone can be spider-man really because spider-man's about more than the superpowers and the punching the bad guys it's about the kind of person about peter parker Mets, is <laughs> <laughs> actually i saw a kingpin one of those <laughs> which was pretty good Mets, baby lot of Mets. <laughs> I, I just picture him saying that like one of my favorite lines in the movie is when he goes to hell the freaking light show you're gonna love this it's so, <laughs> so cute I cannot help but laugh every time he's on screen he's just so fucking big what? I love his Why design too that? like it <laughs> I just love that they didn't give a shit they just went with it they're so like good. they're like should we make him like even reasonably human size? No. no absolutely. <laughs> Should not. he have a human anatomy? No, I don't no, know what's He's happening. a giant hunchback. He's a Who can kill Spider Man with his bare hands? <laughs> oh, God. What the fuck, Outline? 
Kingpin's great. I love him. I just love how like free they were with all his, the designs. Also, did you notice the Green Goblin dies at the beginning? He dies? Yeah. Well, oh, he, he doesn't come back, yeah. Yeah, no, he uh you some something that I thought was rubble for forever is actually when they're walking down to like the rubble after the explosion and Peter Parker's dying. He's goblin? Yeah, it's one of his legs. God damn. I think you see his like wing too, but it just looks like rubble. You have to like look at it and then you see it and you're like, oh shit, he's just dead dead. <laughs> when they're walking down to the okay, now I'm gonna now I'm gonna look. I already have the movie open, so now I want to look. Let's see. Okay, okay. Oh shit. Okay, no, they just there's just a close-up of his arm of his hand crushed yep. under the rubble. Okay. He dead. I guess I just never process that he fucking dies. Yeah. Miles looks right at it. I literally just never process that. Yeah, I think he flinches too, right? No. No, it's, okay. It's totally still. Miles. No, no, no. Miles flinches or something. Oh, no. He looks at it and he's like, what the fuck? And then he looks over and he sees Peter. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, okay. I guess he fucking died. Okay. He's fucking dead. <laughs> fucking uh-huh. That's nuts. I just, I just, but like, <clears throat> that's what I love about Spider Verse is like, it doesn't have, like, even though it's Miles' origin story, it doesn't hit all the familiar beats. And he's just one of, like, this cast of characters that don't really need that much of an explanation. Like, we all know who the Green Goblin is. Now he's giant and has wings. Okay. Um, they, I mean, they pulled, they just fucking killed him. <laughs> they pulled a lot of these designs from Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. Because that's where the, they look like this. But this, And that's also Kingpin, where Miles is from. Does Kingpin look like that? That I don't know. <laughs> I've never Ultimate. found a description of Kingpin that looks like that. But anyway, you have this like Green Goblin and interpretation a lot of people aren't particularly familiar with. No, no, and, no not at all. Not at all. And they fucking kill really, him like 10 minutes in. <laughs> he is really fucking big in Ultimate. I have a picture. I will just DM it to you. But he does, he is like, but he's like kind of standard Kingpin big. Like he's not. A fucking unit like that. He's and yeah, like an actual unit. There's I, what else? It... Scorpion is from the Ultimate Comics directly. Goblin is. Um, I don't think Octopus is. No, Ultimate Octopus is like a goth who lives in like the Oscorp basement. Wait, I love that actually. They should have had that one, and I take it. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> praise this Doc Ock, but no, 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 I want a weird goth who lives in a basement. Let's go. Let me see. Let me show you. He looks like. Wait, okay, no, that's the show's ultimate Doc Ock. Okay, the comic one isn't as weird and goth. He looks kind of normal. Mm. Let me show you the fucking Doc Ock from the Ultimate Spider-Man cartoon. Fucking I'm so excited. Rid- fucking ridiculous he has long permanently wet black hair that droops in his face he just he, his body slouches over like a fucking like like a fucking hunchback as his arms carry him around everywhere i want to hear his poetry it's it's so weird it's so weird such a weird choice to make him look like that but yeah he does he does um he looked like that. Oh, fucking. I just. 
anyway. It's me trolling, trolling on my basement computer. Spider, Spider Verse is just willing to take risks though. That's like just not worry <laughs> too much about pinning everything down, which, like I said, I really liked it. I really like it. at least with like character wise, you just can have characters because we know them. Like we know who the fucking Green Goblin is. Yeah. Um, coming in out of the story, like as they need to, or as they please, but then, um, the setting itself is so like well fleshed out, and I think that's part of what makes it kind of realistic, right? Is you're gonna meet, you're gonna meet a certain amount of people, and some of them you're not gonna know for that long, and some will be there forever, and some will come in and out and weave in and out of your life, and like, so even just. It, it, and like that's in like a longer term thing, but like you can boil that down to your average day, right? Like <laughs> you'll see some people very briefly, some of them will be your friends, you'll have no clue who the fuck some of them are. Sometimes Scorpion shows up and tries to kill you. Um and all that fun stuff. And then you've got like, but you've got this very detailed city and background, uh that the character walks through that like every step feels like it has so much history and just these very very tiny moments like a weird newspaper clipping or article <laughs> about <laughs> how so tgi spideys is disgusting disgusting <laughs> brutal um, i think uh one of the big things about the movie that does a lot for me is it really gives a new and much better interpretation of Miles as a character mm-hmm. because for the longest time Miles Morales has just been the black Peter Parker there's a yeah. in his initial run I don't know if it came before or after this movie I think before when mm-hmm. after Secret Wars 2015 when the mm-hmm. ultimate universe was destroyed and merged with 616 the main Marvel continuity Mm-hmm. Miles, being too popular, was brought over. Mm-hmm. There's a point in his new comic run in the new universe. It starts out with him fighting Mephisto or something, who is not expecting his Venom strike, and he beats him pretty easily after a bit of a, a bit of a fight. His suit tears, and then he's hanging out with Gank in their room, mm-hmm. and. I'm pretty, I don't remember the specifics exactly, but the point is he he ends up watching this video by some YouTuber who is like losing her shit. Yeah, she's losing her shit because she like zoomed in on the footage and saw that Spider-Man is black. She's like, the new Spider-Man is a person of color. Oh my God, this is so good. And then Miles looks at that and he's like, this sucks, dude. I don't want to be black Spider-Man. I just want to be Spider-Man. And it's like, mm-hmm. this movie kind of does that for him. Because now this is the definitive version of the character. This is the one that most people will be familiar with. And it's the best written one. Bendis' Miles is not that good. By the time Bendis introduced Miles, he was kind of on his way towards not being a good writer anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was a good introduction. Because it was a good version of the character. And the suit was nice and all that shit. Um, but... It, it didn't really find its footing until this movie. The This movie, mm-hmm. like, he feels like his own person. He feels like his own yeah. character who does his own thing in his own way. Um, and I, 
it's just really nice to have the black Latino Spider-Man actually just be Spider-Man now. He's not yeah. the black Latino Spider-Man anymore. He's just he's just another Spider-Man. Yep. If if anything though, if there's anything I, I hate now is that it is currently impossible to have a self-contained Spider-Man story a la a movie, a video game, a TV show that runs for too long without introducing Miles, which is yeah. fine because I like him, but like it kind of annoyed me that Spider-Man PS4 couldn't help itself. Miles is in it at the end. Um, oh, I that... watched. I I really liked him in that though. <laughs> oh, I watched. I'm not saying he's bad yeah. or that any of these interpretations of him are ever bad. I'm not passing judgment either way. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that it's kind of annoying that Peter now cannot be Spider-Man on his own for too long because this, whatever he's in, it will have to introduce Miles sooner rather than later because people demand that Miles be involved in the story. You know? That's Which is fair. like, it's it's good because he's a good character and if people continue to write him in a way similar to how he's written in Spider-Verse, I don't mind. I just think, I guess... I'm, I'm complaining a little bit, but I more so find it interesting that I've noticed that Spider-Man doesn't exist on his own anymore. In all of his animated shows now, Miles shows up and just becomes his partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just an ongoing thing. It's, it happened in Spider-Man PS4, it happens in the new cartoons, um, and it's going to happen in the movies eventually. Uh, whether or not they stay on, to, uh, the movies will be different because when characters get a protege, they replace them in the end. Um, in the MCU currently, Black Widow has been replaced by her younger sister. They're in the process of replacing Hawkeye as Jeremy Renner ages out of the role. They're replacing him with Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Um, they kind of replaced Iron Man with Spider-Man for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they replaced Captain America with Falcon, etc., etc. They're replacing Black Panther because Chadwick Boseman died, but mm-hmm. in the end, he was going to be replaced by Letitia Wright, which is not going to happen anymore because she's leaving the MCU because she doesn't want to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? Like the movies, it's a bit different. I don't think they could do Peter, Tom Holland, and Miles side by side for like more than a movie because yeah. Tom's just going to age out of it. But where that's not a concern, they do it forever. Peter and Miles are just the two Spider Men. It's just, it's the standard form of spider-man storytelling now it seems like mm-hmm. interesting and but and i know it's not i can complain mostly because i know that 90 percent of them are not going to be as good as spider-verse i think yeah. i hate i think i don't like miles and spider-man ps4 because i like because of the movie this movie like i i can't i can't have miles not be shamik more shamik god am i fucking saying his name wrong jesus let me make sure I'm not sure it's Shamik. I don't know if it's Shamik or... I... It is. It is. Shamik Moore. He is the voice actor for Miles. Yeah. If it's not Shamik Moore, I don't like... I hate Miles' VA in Spider-Man PS4. He's so whiny and annoying. I really liked his VA. <laughs> really like this whole thing in PS, Spider-Man PS4. I don't like it. He's. I find him to be annoying. He's an annoying little twerp. All right. <laughs> um, TGI Miles is disgusting. <laughs> uh, does ACAB include Miles' father? Unfortunately. 
Um, no, but real talk, I actually, that's actually a good thing for me to complain about. I find it very, very, look, guys, I get it. Copaganda is bad, but it's okay to like cop characters in superhero media because they're objectively good people. Like, unless they're written in a morally gray universe, like if you were writing a cop who's friends with Spider-Man, he's a good cop. Sorry, he's a good person because they're not going to make him a bad person because it's a fucking fictional comic book. Fucking Jefferson Davis is a good person. Doesn't matter that he's a fucking cop. He's actually kind of, he actually has that depth a bit in this movie because it's implied. It's a big rift between him and his brother, Aaron. Uh, in this movie, when he became a cop, they grew distant from each other because their worldviews were too different. Um, and after you that. know, I I side with his brother that we should be great, gay and do crime. Um, yeah, but is Aaron Davis uh, gay in this movie? You know, I would didn't I mean, think so I didn't until see I said him it. Get him I kind pussy. Of, I know. I now see I'm him kind of like, laid, so I I get to see him being gay anyway. Um, <laughs> fucking. Not and you know I don't remember. <laughs> oh, like and, and for the record, you know he's not actually part of the New York Police Department. He's part of the Police Department of New York, so maybe they're not terrible. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, soundtrack for this movie is incredible. One of the only movies where licensed music isn't annoying. Yeah. Um. Because it frames Miles's like perspective so well, mm-hmm. everything about it, it really, it lends itself to his character. It kind of reminds you that this is his movie, you know. It's always centered yeah. around him specifically. And it does. Um, gosh, what do we call that scene? The the big important one where the leap, his leap of faith. Leap of faith. Oh, yeah. That pic- so I saw a picture with uh, Jerry Seinfeld talking to. George Costanza and he's like what you're crying about Spider-Man listen what's up danger got to me okay yeah so like that scene with what's up danger like uh combines with and like opens up into like the normal heroic uh orchestral music mm-hmm. which I really like is it's like he's be that's like he's becoming this hero but it's in his own way like he's not Peter Parker yeah um, I really like that he spray paints his suit. Yeah, it looks so. That's cool. really uh, continuity. Uh, like weird mistake. Why does Peter Parker's suit fit him? He spray paints one of Peter's suits. Yeah, but that's okay. You know, maybe you know. I. That's the level you it's... have to get to to criticize this movie. You have to nitpick that kind of shit. You know, maybe it's just really flexible material, right? And they're all actually unisized and could fit like a baby to like the Hulk or something. And that's just it's it. Like and the, you just um, squeeze into it. I'm going to look at it like the MCU suit in the first in Homecoming. When mm-hmm. Peter puts on the suit, it's actually super baggy and he presses the emblem on the chest and form fits to him. Yeah. Or, yeah, what if it's, uh, what if it's like an Evangelion? It's just an Evangelion. I've never, suit. I've never watched Ava. Um, you press a button and the baggy thing becomes very tight. Fair. Should have guessed um, something like that. I, you know, God, this movie's so good. 
<laughs> so good, Jesus. Oh, it's endlessly and it's endlessly memeable. That's yeah. the real high watermark for any film. How many memes come out of it? The fucking picture of them both squatting with their hand on their chins. Yes. So good. I love that one. They're just cute together in all their media. Their dynamic is so good. I really want Peter B. Parker to come back. I want them to have more scenes together. They're really good together. Jake Johnson and Shimmy Moore's performances just work so well together. Yeah. Oh, the whole movie works well together. The fucking art directions are great. I love their use of colors. There's just... I don't even know what to say. It's just like point at something and it's like it's good (laughs) literally every frame of this movie has good shit in it it's yeah it's just so good it's so except for that decemberist poster i see you (laughs) decemberary i can't believe i never noticed that that's what we're saying new fucking details in every goddamn fucking every time you rewatch it it's got new shit (laughs) so good Oh, it's so good. I think it's so good. See, you guys get it. If if you haven't seen the movie, you're insane. Go watch it. If yeah, I, I've actually. You know what? What's so weird to me? I've had multiple people now. Uh, mm-hmm. they're like, "Yeah, this movie's bad," and I'm like, "What the fuck? Why?" And they're like, "Okay, not bad, but I can't watch it because it gives me a headache because the lower frame rate fucks with them." Oh, okay. That's fair. I feel so bad for them. I feel genuine pain in my heart that they'll never enjoy it the way they should. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say we cut it there. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I got slightly distracted by that last part, but yes. No, we're good. We did it. And to to save us going on for another two hours about every other small detail in the movie. I, sh- we I get just it. We need got- to go. I need to go to bed. I have yeah, to go so to work I. tomorrow. <laughs> so do I. I'm okay, but I need it. like eight. I need my beauty sleep. All right, I'm not 23 anymore. If How I don't sleep time? for like wow. eight hours, it's oh, it's yeah. rough. I I don't get any sleep. So yeah, I know. Fair. I remember I when I could do that back when I was like 23, and I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It don't work. Okay. Well then. Well then. Well then. Do you have any specific um stuff? To plug like handles and stuff for the stuff you mentioned at the beginning. Um, you can follow my Twitter, <clears throat> which is at Voil V O I L E S nineteen ten. You can also pronounce it differently. No, like we will not be doing. No, no, <laughs> no, no. We're not doing that. Okay, I won't do it. I won't do it. Um, good. That wouldn't. That would lead to an irreparable rift between us. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow my Twitch, um, which is also Voile1910, V-O-I-L-E-S-1910. Uh, when I hit 100 followers, I'm going to buy myself a bunny made suit and stream oh, that. Nice. nice. So you should follow me on Twitch. And uh, you should also just shower me in money on your platform of choice. Yeah, you, Un- give unrelated. you, should, give, give me you should give me money also. Yeah, I am you should very give both poor. of us a lot of money. Yeah, 
I'll do a little dance for you. You want to give me some money? No. I'll do a little. You, Elon I'll get Musk, an outfit. Shout out get to a, Elon Musk. <laughs> I'll get a bunny made outfit, but I'll get like a like a titty Spider Man outfit. You know? Oh hell yeah! The do you think Elon the, Musk is into that? Like, into but he's into bunny made outfits. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a creep. Like, he's definitely. Maybe, maybe okay. I can seduce Elon Musk and then divorce him for half his fortune. There you go. Did Grimes take his money? No, they never so they officially never married. married. They never got married, right? Yeah. Fumbled the bag. So I, I really, I really have to like, I have to get in there and make him so love struck that he does not even think about a free enough. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I believe in you. You're very charming. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I mean, look, I'm very charming and I'm an obnoxious nerd. And yeah, he and the and the gamer. And Elon Musk likes those things. I mean, Grimes appears to be actually Grimes is an obnoxious nerd, but not in a complimentary way. Yeah, in a bad way. I wouldn't. I would give her a wedgie. <laughs> not sexually. No, I, I like nothing sexual. I would like Swirly Grimes, just shove her in the toilet. Swirly and Grimes sounds like like a sex act. I. <laughs> Look, <laughs> am I wrong? You're not wrong, but that's not how go. I'm in it. I, okay. I can't, I can't. Um, can you heard it here first, folks? Grimes is ugly, too ugly Grimes for this swirly Grimes sex bag. <laughs> exactly. It's for it's for other hotter Grimes. Um, plural. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this favor. I'm gonna save you. Bye. Okay. Boop.